celebrating this Feast of the Holy Family. Come in the midst of, these, of this great season where we hear again and again and again of our blessed Lord's infancy, his youth, and contemplating that with Our Lady and St. Joseph, seeking to, to enter into these mysteries more and more deeply every year. They, they, spike, they circle around, and it's, the, again, the beauty of the, the same readings that we hear each year in this, uh, in this cycle of readings, um, and yet to be able to go deeper and deeper into them a great joy and a great grace. And reflecting on this, uh, again, contemplating this, this mystery in which our blessed Lord goes and, and goes to the temple rather than following when, with his parents in the caravan to head back to Nazareth. And they search for him. Of course, the three days that they're looking for him is, is a preparation for the three days that Our Lady will be missing him uh, after his death, the three days that he would rest in the tomb. And so preparing her heart for these things, but also uh, an acknowledgement that, that sometimes the, the missing of Christ is not our fault, and to ensure that it is not our fault. And this is particularly in the life of the soul. There are times as we come to serve our blessed Lord, as we follow after him, there are times that he will appear to have gone a different route than the one in which we ourselves have gone to. But it doesn't mean that we are on the wrong route. It doesn't mean we are in the wrong place. Rather, very often it's simply that our Lord is doing something that we ourselves don't understand yet. Just like Our Lady and St. Joseph, you know, they're, they're contemplating these things and our blessed Lord is, is responding, you know, is, you know, how is it that you sought me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? And they did not understand the word he spoke to them. It didn't make sense to them. It was a mystery because they, they thought this is what was supposed to happen, and yet our Lord is doing something, doing something different. And so it was a challenge to them. And so often it is a challenge to us that as, a, as we seek to follow after our Lord, we do so, we pray at least, in, in good faith, in seeking to orient our hearts to Him, in seeking to, to follow after Him, to stay close to Him, to live a life of faith in the sacraments, to live the, the moral life and the moral teaching of the church, to allow our life of prayer to become prosperous and fruitful with the virtues of Christ as he bears his life in our soul. It is good for these things to be taking place. And even in the midst of them, in the midst of an ordinary and properly ordered and properly fruitful spiritual life, there will come times where it seems like our Lord has left us, where he is gone. And it's for us to understand that this is a normal part of the Christian life. And in fact, it's a good thing. It is a blessing to have our Lord pull away from us a bit. Not because of the, the experience itself or just the, the feeling thereof, but rather because it's an opportunity for us to ensure that our prayer is properly ordered, that our spiritual life is properly ordered. If we attempt uh, the life of faith and the life of prayer merely because of the experience that we get from it, the, the positive feeling of prayer, the, the fact that we get overwhelming consolation when we go to pray this or that particular prayer that we regularly do, if that's the reason for our prayers, if that's the reason of our consistency and, and perseverance in the faith, then it's a difficulty for us because how easy it is for us to become caught up not in worshiping the Lord, but and simply seeking after the good feeling of prayer. And so to be purified of this is a holy thing, to be sanctified, 
to allow that, allow that, that, that feeling to be purged from us, and to ensure that whenever we pray, that we really seek after him. And the way in which he proves that within us, the way in which he, he, he purifies of that, is to pull away and to see how we respond. He intentionally will, will kind of back off. It's not that he has left us. He is very much present. His grace is fully present, is fully sufficient at every single moment for us. But it will seem to us that he is gone. He will seem quiet. He will seem distant. He will seem gone. There may be a dryness in a soul, a great dryness even. It may be to the point where we begin to, to even to, to be challenged in our own faith. But if we persevere in these things, the consolation will return. The Lord will show himself close to us once more in an experienced manner that we can rejoice in. And to know that all along he was there and to encourage us in our faith. We need not be discouraged by it. And this certainly happens in the midst of family life. All of you who have the little ones here, and all of you who have had them, or just even often the normal experience of life itself. As, as we go through, there are any number of things that pull us in a variety of different directions. There are times where the best prayer that we can muster is kind of a, at the end of the day, because we're just worn out. And that is a profoundly rich prayer to simply sigh one's heart, to give one's heart to the Lord. It is a beautiful thing. It is for us not to think that, that our prayer has to always be, you know, a, a, an abundant thing that ought to be, you know, kind of likened to what we read in the lives of the saints. Certainly it ought to be that sometime. But it's also to know that in the midst of our, of our daily vocation, of carrying the cross of whatever it is the Lord has entrusted to us in our daily life, bringing it to Him is the most important things. And sometimes that means a lengthy time of meditation and prayer. And sometimes that means that things are so wild that simply to look upon the crucifix for a few moments in the midst of taking care of the kids or the spouse or the house or the whatever may be happening is more than sufficient for the grace that is needed. So know that the Lord is close during these times and not to be discouraged by the obligations that life and married life and the children and everything else that places upon us. The Lord is mindful of all of these things and gives his grace. And so if we experience a, a certain distance from the Lord, if it is not because our prayer has grown slack or because we have you know, begun to grow cold in our love for the Lord, then simply it's for us to persevere in these things and to seek after him. It is an apparent disappearance of the Lord, an apparent separation of him, not an actual one, because he is intimately close. There is, however, the option that each of us possesses of a real loss of Christ, one in which we genuinely lose him rather than simply experiencing it or feeling as if he has gone from us, wherein we factually lose him. And this is by mortal sin. It's in grave sin that it's not as if the, the Lord simply kind of pulls himself away, although he is present, he pulls himself away for us to feel his loss. In mortal sin, we effectively thank the Lord for his time and ask him, you know, to kindly leave our soul because we have better priorities at that point. We have different things that we would rather. We would rather not him, but this particular vice instead. And that is a real loss. And that there is nothing to rejoice in. 
There's nothing to persevere and attend. But rather, if there's a place where mortal sin is present, it is to look at this and to repent of it as quickly as possible, never to delay confession, never to presume upon anything, because the devil loves to have us stay in that place as long as he can. Whatever way he can keep us away from the grace of Christ, he will do. And if it's simply to delay our going to confession, he's more than happy to help us. And so it is for us to recognize this reality too and to fight against it with all of our might. To fight with not only our own strength, as if we could do these things by ourselves, but by invoking the patronage of the Holy Family, of our Blessed Lord, our Blessed Mother, and St. Joseph, these powerful intercessors, these powerful models who continue to pour out the grace of the Son upon us. They are the image for us, every last one, each of us being able to look to them and to see in them a fulfillment of everything the Lord is calling us to be and to do. For every woman, the model of Our Lady, for every man, the model of St. Joseph, and for all of us, the model of our blessed Lord. So as we offer this Mass for the Holy Family, in gratitude for their example and most especially for their intercession, we pray that, that they would intercede for us and ensure that we never lose Christ by sin, but we can always keep him by his grace. And in the midst of those times where he seems distant from us and we are confused as to what it is that he is doing, that we, like them, may be able to have trust and confidence, knowing that we will find him again and he will lead us to our heavenly home.